ഹലോ എല്ലാവർക്കും നമസ്കാരം വെൽക്കം ടു റോളിൻ വിത്ത് റോണി ഐ നോട്ടീസ് ഡാൻ പിയർസൺ ഫോർ ദ ഫസ്റ്റ് ടൈം വെൻ ഐ ലിസൺ ടു ദി ആൽബം സ്കോട്ട് അപ്പൻ വൈബ്സ് ആൻഡ് ഐ ബിൻ എ ഫാൻ എവർ സിൻസ് ഡാൻ കംസ് ഫ്രോം എ ഫാമിലി ഓഫ് മ്യൂസിഷ്യൻസ് സോ മ്യൂസിക് ഇസ് ഓൾവേസ് ബിൻ ആൻ ഇൻറ്റഗ്രൽ പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് ഗ്രോയിങ് അപ്പ് ഹി സ്റ്റാർട്ട് എക്സ്പെരിമെൻറ്റിംഗ് വിത്ത് മ്യൂസിക് പ്രൊഡക്ഷൻ ബാക്ക് ഇൻ ടെൻത്ത് ഗ്രേഡ് ആൻഡ് ദ ഫസ്റ്റ് മലയാളം ട്രാക്ക് ദറ്റ് ഹി പ്രൊഡ്യൂസ്ഡ് വാസ് ആദിരാഞ്ജലി ബാക്ക് ഇൻ ടു തൗസൻഡ് എയ്റ്റീൻ Dan and GWS teamed up with Indo-Canadian rap duo Cartel Madras for the single Stay Up All Night and it has garnered a lot of attention. Dan is one of the busiest producers in the Kerala hip hop scene and it's evident why. It was an absolute pleasure talking to him and I hope you enjoy the show as much as I did. Hey, what's up guys? So we have Danny Boy uh on the show today. Hey man, thanks a lot for coming in, man. What's up bro? Thanks for having me on the show bro. Thanks so no, much. Bro. I've been I actually got into listening to Malayalam hip hop because of Glenn and you uh with oh. Scott up in vibes. So oh, yeah. so I mean huge thanks to you guys for getting me into this and that's how I kind of branched out and pinneyana bakiyullorde ok ketu thodangiyathu. So awesome. the first thing that you know that really amazed me was or rather I was not very sure if you were a Malayali. Adarun adhyate had a doubt because of the name. <laughs> Yeah, that will be us right. Yeah, and Yeah. That I mean, was... I'm not exactly Malayali, but I've been living in Kerala for like 7 years okay. since first grade, first to 7th grade. I mean, I'm actually an Anglo-Indian. Mhm. And uh, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but yeah, I'm an Anglo, so yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you you were studying in uh, Dubai like for a, for for a long time. Yeah. So I was born in Dubai. and um, i lived there for around 5 to 6 years i think mm-hmm. i did my lkg ukg and my preschool and all that so then for my first uh, yeah for my first grade onwards i moved to kerala kochi i was in mm-hmm. kochi port okay. kochi so i studied there for around 7 years and then i moved over to davangere that's another district in karnataka mm-hmm. and then studied there for 2 years and then now i'm in bangalore for around 5 years so yeah i've been around the place a bit <laughs> yeah but do you understand like malayalam properly yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah i do speak up to an extent right now since i don't have a lot of friends over here that would speak malayalam so i'm not very that great but i do speak in malayalam yeah okay so mm. so you are kind of well versed with like you can understand you can like yeah, get yeah, get yeah. from one place to another if you go to kerala yeah, and stuff definitely yeah. <laughs> that's cool so dude like the thing is i was again you know something that uh really fascinated me when i started listening to your music especially you know when before the show when i started researching you uh i listened to your first tracks like you know chinese trap and euphoria <laughs> and all of that and and oh, then no. you know it's so evident like 2017 when you started and to where you know the the quality of stuff that you're doing now it's so evident you know how much you've grown because there's a huge difference man i mean with you know doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where you were and you know where you are right now and now you know with your one of your latest tracks with uh, Neeraj Madhav so i mean it's so evident the growth that is there so as a producer uh what do you, what would you say for anyone who's trying to come in you know newly to start uh, how do they begin and 
the progression right i mean being patient and all of that how does the whole yeah. thing work out yeah so most of the time even if it's my friends they usually uh, when when they think of music production it's really um, exciting at first but then when you start working on it seeing all these uh, uh, what do you say music programming and how complicated the software is initially most of them kind of drop out over mm. there so the first battle is actually sticking with whatever you're doing and kind of uh, researching checking out videos um getting more comfortable with the program itself so the the program is the most in- intimidating thing i think because even mm. when i started initially i felt like it was really tough because of the program that i was that i was using and i kind of had to step back i, I actually stopped doing it for a year mm-hmm. and then i don't know i don't know how i don't know why i just got <laughs> back to it after a year and I slowly started getting like decent at it that's when i started growing on it started researching checking videos out doing that and this and then kind of got used to the program i mean that would be the best way you kind of stick to it and start around i feel and this was in like which year did you like properly think of okay i'm going to you know make tracks and you know release them on soundcloud youtube and stuff like that must be around uh, 2016 end i think mm-hmm. cuz i started in 2015 or uh, like when i was in my 10th grade Okay. So, yeah. So around 2016 and 2017 you can say I kind of started uh, doing tracks and putting it out just randomly like on SoundCloud I started. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, I mean, amazing, you know, where it's gone from, you know, doing it in 10th standard and you know still doing it. And now you're yeah. like one of the busiest producers in Kerala hip hop, you know. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. I, I so a few people say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's amazing, man. Really happy to see, you know, that uh especially you know not being a malayali which i am finding out right now <laughs> you know not being a malayali <laughs> and you know getting into you know malayalam hip hop and you know meeting with people like rax and gws yeah. like when i had when i spoke to glen i was it it really fascinated me that you guys have never really met because the chemistry yeah. that you guys have especially i was talking to him about the intro of the track right you you guys yeah. just you know talking about uh travis yeah, scott and right. stuff like that mm-hmm. So how did you you know did they find you because of your SoundCloud or how did this happen Okay so uh, initially it was actually through a group which uh, was not even a Malayali group it was just a producer random producer group that I was in mm-hmm. So I remember uh, sending us I mean every, every everybody randomly sends a snippet of what they're doing like a preview or something like right. So I just happened to share that on one group and arcade was there on that group uh-huh. so he kind of hit me up and then i got to know he was magali and then he got to know that i was also from kerala mm. and stuff like that so um, the demo that i had sent him he actually liked it so he sent it over to another group where um, where rax tirumali earth grime and mm. all these guys were there so they all really dig the 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 preview i said and that after a few months actually turned into a song called adranjali right so that was like how i basically got into listening to malayalam songs and all that stuff yeah through arcade mainly like shout out to arcade <laughs> yeah i mean i had him last week on the show and you know very very interesting guy he seems yeah, like yeah. an intellectual to be honest <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, very yeah. very smart <laughs> uh, yeah, guy definitely. and we were, we were talking about a lot of random stuff even breaking bad and you know gas mode and all of that okay. so okay. yeah so i mean amazing man so uh, again you know you come a, you come from a family of you know people who have been doing music right i i you know seen a lot of tracks where you and your dad uh yeah, martin yeah. pearson you guys you know vibing and doing stuff like what yeah. what is that like when you have uh 
like if i were to go to my dad for example and we wouldn't relate to the same music right i mean we are obviously mm, yeah. you know two different generations so yeah, how was yeah. it you know from your childhood itself how how was music influencing your uh, life and yeah i mean growing up music was always around since um, dad used to play in bands then music was always played through even my mom used to play a lot of music even when when i used to go my mom was more into you can say pop and craig david and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so i got influences from the the new school at that time as well as the old school that is the slow rock blues uh, country music and also listening to all this kind of obviously got me interested since that that's what i was hearing on a day to day to day basis and then overall my my dad also used to play um i guess he used to play the the keys then he, he plays the bass guitar he plays the guitar and the very southern instruments so i mean that kind of got me interested into this as well okay and yeah. and you have sisters also who are into yeah. singing and stuff like that right yeah my elder sister is re- is pretty active on the singing side of it uh, you might know her, her name is ann pearson ann pearson yes yeah. yeah so yeah so she kind of she used to sing from a very young age in school and all that choirs and all that stuff so she was already on the right path with that singing scene so yeah that was fine <laughs> and then you have angie also right Yeah yeah she does sing but then she doesn't put out a music a lot like she doesn't upload it she just keeps it to herself like that <laughs> so within your family itself you can actually create a band and start doing stuff <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yeah the idea i mean i have ideas of that in the future maybe let's see <laughs> that's amazing man like you know the you know jackson family and all of that you'll have yeah, the pearson family yeah. and <laughs> stuff like that exactly yeah but yeah i mean what what gets someone into something like uh, you know music production because as a kid like even for me like i i played the keyboard quite a bit you know i've see i love you know people who could play the guitar but you don't at least in my childhood like i'm probably maybe 8 or 10 years elder to you in our mm-hmm. uh, childhood there was nothing like this where you know you have your own system to kind of you know start you know mm-hmm. doing something like this or the most i have done to be honest is you know take two tracks and you know stick them together for some dance uh, you know this thing that we had mm-hmm. in school or something so you know some okay. i don't even remember what the software is but how do you get into something like must music be virtual dj right yeah probably something like that yeah okay so uh, yeah so how i got into it was exactly virtually like i think when i was maybe 12 13 years old my my dad uh, told me about the software called virtual dj mhm so i started playing around with this with the software mixing tracks this that and all that so this was later when i found out there's an option of looping on, on that software that's when i found it like really interesting okay i can loop stuff i can create my own stuff from looping it from from each track and blending it and all that stuff so then after that i kind of researched how music or how do how does electronic music uh, like um, gets made and all that stuff so that's when i found out about um, fl studio mm-hmm. fruity loops in mm-hmm. other words and i downloaded the demo version in my 10th grade and that's how i started progressing and learning and all that stuff on that that's how that's basically how i got into it okay and and like who who inspires you in terms of you know producers that you listen to like you obviously have like let's say glen has a lot of inspiration that he you know derives from someone like travis scott right so when it comes mm-hmm. to producers like who are your favorites and what what is it that you listen to when you're free and stuff like that Yeah, so right now um there are a couple there are a handful of producers like um Metro Booming pretty famous um then there's Murder Beats 
then there's um this producer called tm88 as well so th- these three i keep them as my top three favorite producers right now because mm-hmm. they kind of inspire the style of mu- uh, the music that i try to create yeah so that's about it like, th- these three guys are like my inspirations right now okay and when mm. when let's say you know when you uh, create tracks with you know malayalam hip hop artists and stuff like that uh, is it is it really important for you to understand you know what they're trying to say and their message that's coming out and you make you know your beats or you know is that the way you kind of you know go through creating the whole track mm, i mean usually i just make the beat and i send it over to them and then it's just they're free to do whatever they want to it so Mm, if you're talking about lyrics and all that stuff, I don't really try to put my nose into that because it's their uh, okay. freedom of doing. But if there's anything to be done, I obviously let them know like this, this, this. That's all. I mean, other than that, it's like I do my side, you do your side. If there's anything, any feedback here and there, you want to be changed, like we just exchange that, and that's about it. That's how we, most of the time we work. That is me and Glenn and a few other guys that we mm. work with. So I mean, mm. then is is after. what happens after that you have your mixing and mastering and all of that that happens once you send the beat and then they you know tell you that this is what they plan to do or send you the recording yeah. and and then what's the process after that yeah so after i send them the beat they if they if they like it that is they'll they'll record whatever they want for it once that's done we kind of send it for uh, so i mix the beat after they send back the vocals i kind of try and alter the beat to kind of fit with the with the vocals like making pauses and adding elements or taking off elements in certain areas mm. and stuff like that normal stuff and then we send it to uh, for vocal mixing to to mix the vocal with the beat mm-hmm. or uh, mixing the beat with the vocal whatever so and then that's about it so after we have that then it goes to maybe video production or mm. lyric video and then it just gets uploaded like that okay that's about it yeah so that's your usual process for Yeah. every every drag it's not because when i was t- uh, talking to arcado what what he was telling me is that it's like dynamic it's like different for every uh, you know track that he does like the process mm-hmm. is completely different you know okay. there's no fixed process so i was of the impression that you know everyone has a process this is what they follow and you know go through that <laughs> every track yeah. because i you know don't probably know a lot about this so you know i yeah. was of the impression that that's how it happens but yours is mostly you know straight forward right you you create the beats yeah. and you send it and then they come back with what they have yeah. and you start working on that yeah most of the time because i kind of uh, work with people that i'm pretty comfortable with like uh, glen mm-hmm. racks um, and all these guys which i know so it's like kind of a very constant and uh, repetitive process so but but when you start working with somebody else somebody is new then that changes a bit you know mm. it's like it's a completely new person and their processes are different even our processes kind of have to change because of that so yeah that, that's how it works kind of <laughs> what's the most you have taken you know f- from start to finish for a track the most time that that's you know mm. okay so uh, it i think it was for the flight track for the neeraj mother yeah because there was a there was a, there was quite a bit of changes minor changes that had, had to be done pretty uh, constantly uh that might have taken maybe a month like month of changes and small changes that this and all that so yeah i think uh, neeraj madhav's fly was the longest i worked on till now although it was a simple track mm-hmm. it took the longest yeah so w- what was it like you know working with someone uh, like neeraj like when when you know it's something that's out of your 
uh, out of what you usually you know used yeah, to doing right so what was that like yeah i mean that was that was a huge opportunity for me to kind of work with uh, neeraj madhav i mean um, really grateful for the opportunity he gave me to work for the tra- work with the track and um, some a completely different thing to what i usually do because i'm used to working with like my friends glen and yeah. all and then having to jump to like a pretty big level for me was like amazing and a great opportunity for me and I'm, i'll be always grateful towards neeraj madhav for no, like man, I mean, helping the, me the track was also really beautiful like you know i you know listen to it today morning also and i mean it has a, it has a good message also with everything that's going yeah. on right now it's it's definitely yeah, something relevant. That, yeah, yeah relevant with with you know how the world is going so how has your life changed in terms of you know uh, covid and you know what what are the major things obviously you know your college has you know life mm-hmm. in terms of your college has definitely changed quite a bit uh, but apart yeah. from that when when it comes to music uh, what difference is like are you still do you have do you have enough work as you used to or you have more work than you used to right now Okay I think since uh, quarantine I put out way more music than I put in the last two years I think <laughs> <laughs> so it, so in the in the span of maybe 9 10 months I put out more tracks than like two years so then that, that that's that's one big change because I have more time to work on tracks and I mean most of the time there's nothing much to do other than college college gets over around 233 so say, from that till the night I have nothing much to do so I just work on music that's about it and then here and there i just go play cricket and football and all that stuff so most of the time is just working on music so i have more time to work on music and god um, got a lot of tracks actually on the way which are okay. completed mm-hmm. with glen and um, double j the rapper and um yeah <laughs> i i think uh, yeah double j is also in bangalore right i, I was yeah, yeah. to him sometime and i think you guys met recently or something i'd seen like an instagram story yeah. or you know something yeah. like that. so there's a video coming out or something is it yeah yeah there are, there's a video coming out there's not one just uh, i think there are two yeah two videos coming out with them okay so, so you are also yeah. in the videos yeah yeah i'm there oh nice man i mean you know you know something that really that was difficult when i was doing a research was like if you you i think you've seen the show like you know you've seen a few yeah. episodes of the show right so there's this part of the show where we talk about like instagram and you know your pictures from instagram and stuff like that <laughs> yes. and there's not one picture that i could pick up and you know ask you something about because it's mostly all you know promotional stuff you know something about your tracks yeah. and you have a million uh, you know pics that people have tagged you on but i couldn't really find apart from two or three pictures of you know you know i didn't even know what you look like unless you know because you're not like you're not someone who's on the track like you know we obviously yeah. have you know when you listen to people uh, you see the videos you have like people like glen or you know kv or anyone you, you see them you you kind of have this you you yeah. feel like you already know them because you've been listening to their music for such exactly. a long time but yeah. it's so different when it comes to someone like a producer who's doing stuff you know in the back end <laughs> yeah yeah that's really true yeah. i mean a lot of people haven't really seen my face until maybe last year when i posted um the sss yeah uh, with tracks poster yeah. for that yeah so till then nobody really knew how i kind of looked like <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but it's 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 it'll be nice to you know see you on a few tracks and you know people uh, yeah. getting to know what who is you know Dan Pearson because like I said you know when I started listening to your music I thought this guy is not even Indian that that was the you know first thing that came in because you don't really hear a name like you know Pearson usually uh, yeah, yeah and then yeah so you did have a name called Dan Tracks for a while I mean oh yeah <laughs> I'd seen yeah, something so- like that and then you had Dan. Daniel Pearson and then you changed it now to Dan yeah. Pearson right yeah. yeah so the Dan track so i had that maybe for one song that's it and then i decided <laughs> to kind of change it back to Daniel Pearson okay but at the time there was another artist called Daniel Pearson so i could not claim my profile on spotify and all those things so then i think it was me and racks so kind of decided to kind of change up the name and uh, got a fresh name so i think we decided with dan pearson simple mm-hmm. but effective <laughs> so so yeah we kind of that, I, i don't know when it changed it must be maybe a year and a half ago i think when i changed my name to dan pearson from daniel pearson yeah i think on on kalaman's page there was a uh, you know uh, announcement, an announcement that, that yeah, that yeah. but but i changed it way before that <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, I know when when we and uh, Glenn were talking also we were talking about these names and how people come up with it and we were kind of laughing a lot about you know how his GWS name which has kind of nothing to do oh, with yeah, rap yeah. and you know stuff <laughs> like that but <laughs> you you kind of chose to go with your kind of your real name right so yeah I mean to stay, to stay on the safe side uh, stay with your real name I feel yeah but there I, are a lot of people who kind of want to have something different and really which stands out and all that. I mean that's also good but I feel like I I'm I'm comfortable with my own name. <laughs> yeah. And I think when it comes to you know tracks that you have done one of the you know persons you've done a lot of tracks with I think after Glenn is Rax, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have yeah. so many tracks Rax. with with him and uh, so how did you guys kind of you know build that bond and how did that start off? So again going back to the story of Adranjali so after Adranjali got released uh, Rax kind of hit me up and uh, told me that we should collaborate and stuff so that was pretty huge for me because like Rax was among the top 5 rappers that time like and he is still right now like among mm-hmm. the top 5 so that was huge for me to collaborate with him and uh, so the first ever beat I've sent him I think was maybe 2 years back and that was Kip Up Kip Up so yeah we, So mm. we had done that way back 2 years back and released we, it later. We okay. released it yeah this year Jan 1st. Okay. So yeah so that's how we started collaborate I started collaborating with Rax kind of sending him beats talking then we kind of uh, started becoming close like talking about music and uh, starting to explore new music and genres and uh, all that stuff so like yeah, I kind of started collaborating with Rax for a lot then he had his EP called Night Vision and then I had the chance to produce a track on there. with vikragavi and uh, racks on the track so that was also pretty awesome so like we started collaborating more becoming close and then kind of going on from there i think that was uh, parinamam 4x right the parinamam one that, 4x yeah the exactly. one that you did with him mm-hmm. yeah but amazing man seeing you know the way these things come together uh yeah. is is kind of mind boggling because uh, when i was speaking to arcade also he was talking about chaos theory and you know how you know these things you know so coincidentally you know happen and everything yeah. just falls in place right so it's 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 actually beautiful to see you know malayalam hip hop growing the way it is and i think yeah. in this one year and in some ways a lot of it 
is due to covid because of which people have started you know exactly, they have more yeah. time to kind of listen to music right yeah so, so true so it was mean, like maybe one one and a half two years back the rap scene was barely known to anybody it was just like maybe 100 people listening to their each other's music and um since then it's really grown a lot i mean if you yeah. even if you've seen the viewership of each video that comes out for people it's it's over 100k mm. 200k like that's the minimum standard for people nowadays but if you go back 2 years and all if you get a 1000 or 2000 views <laughs> for a video like that was a great thing yeah so the way it's changed over a year is crazy it's i mean it's good uh, i'm pretty happy for the for the scene at least yeah no and for you to be a part of something you know that's growing and yeah that's all, yeah pretty exciting to see the growth also to see my friends like rax glen and people from the kalman kind of growing from like zero subscribers and getting people to see their this thing and kind of following them and uh, having this crazy growth uh, i'm pretty happy to see that yeah yeah that's amazing man and then after that after all this you know small kerala scene it's it's gone international now with you know people like artil madras so <laughs> bro i mean that that was yeah. awesome man i mean stay up all night yeah, yeah. is is such an awesome track and uh, so with the way you know what they have done as well i mean gws is obviously fire all the time <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you i, I yeah. mean that's a guy who got me into this whole thing so uh, i really yeah. love you know that guy's music and what he does and then to see you know someone like artil madras who i've never heard of and because of you guys you know you get uh, to see people like that you know creating music indians who have been in canada for a long time and then you have that tamil you know music also coming Influent, in a little yeah. bit so how was what was that experience how how did you know snakes and ladders and all of you guys come together to create something like this which you know also means that they are you know our music here in kerala is kind of being heard in other places also yeah So that uh, stay up all night was just one of the random tracks me and uh, Glenn just started working on. I just made the like a random beat I made every day and I sent it to him. So he kind of really liked the vibe and then he he just um, decided to do a hook on it. And um, with that itself, I think he decided that like it was maybe Cartel Madras's vibe and that they have been wanting to collab with him also ever since Kotiam Duke. Mm. So we we decided to kind of just pitch it to them, send it to them. surprisingly they liked it even we were kind of uh, happy and then uh, maybe it took them a, a week i guess mm-hmm. and they said back their part and then we were like oh great wow let's 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 post it and this was like last year okay uh, way before the covid scenes and all mm-hmm. that but then that kind of got tracked back i think they got busy with their shows and all that stuff so even we also forgot about the track and uh, then fast forward to the uh, the lockdown over here i think glen kind of um, remembered it and then we kind of um, told them about the track and then that again got back on then we had to shoot a video and all that stuff so that kind of got back uh, this year and and things are going pretty decent now with the stay up all night track mm. it's on tv and stuff like that Oh yeah, <laughs> played on VH1. <laughs> I mean, that was that was pretty huge for us, really. Because yeah. I, I remember growing up, uh, VH1 was the only channel that I used to watch to find new music. Exactly. And when when the internet wasn't really there. So yeah, my uh, having our music played on VH1 was pretty huge for us. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful, man. The way you know things have go- gone and the way yeah. you know everything has grown, and I think in a very short period of time, right? I mean, if you look at the last two years itself, you know, exponential growth. So 
amazing yeah, yeah. it it's it's really nice to hear that you know they heard cotton duke and you know they were aware of our music here exactly yeah yes. i know having people from outside the country uh, listening to our music on a really constant basis is really exciting because like we're slowly growing outside the country it's not just uh, we, we're not just stuck to even the state we're not just stuck to kerala we kind of uh, people in us are listening to our music people in new zealand are listening to our music so that's that's a pretty uh, big improvement from what we've been having so far yeah yeah and and in terms of what you've coming up i know you guys have scott up and scott up and tag up and that's coming out with uh, gws and yeah KV yeah, and stuff like that. KV, yeah. Yeah. That's so, going to be crazy. I think I think I've heard almost all the tracks in there and every track is a banger. <laughs> no, so you are uh, were you the producer for that uh, album? Uh, I I might have one or two tracks on there, but okay. I'm not it's not like uh, Scott Upin Vibes. So okay. there are a couple other producers as well in there. Yeah, and and Scott so, Upin yeah. Vibes you were majorly the only producer, right? Throughout the album. Mm, yeah i think i produced the uh, six tracks and the bal- uh, balance three was done by uh, bob bob yeah yeah, mm. yeah. bevin right <laughs> yeah bevin <laughs> yeah nice man i mean amazing amazing dude i mean to hear your story and you know how things have been going and uh, do you have anything you know else that's really interesting that you're looking forward to releasing in in the near future okay so there's this um, one track called cry which i have with um double j the rapper mm-hmm. and which happens to be the first uh, track that i am going to be singing in as a single oh. and i'm going to going to be putting out so that would hopefully come out soon maybe the end of this month or maybe next month first or second week hopefully so it's uh, it's called cry and uh, hopefully we get to release it so that that's going to be one of the what do you say the bigger releases that uh, i have coming soon so yeah hopefully that gets done soon awesome so where do you see uh, you know it's it's probably not the best question to ask but where do you see yourself you know uh, taking music like do you see this as something that you want to do as a full time uh, career or you're planning to you know pick up something else and do that and have this on the side okay so right now i mean i i, I want to do it full time but i know that it wouldn't be possible if i just do music i wouldn't be able to support myself like financially and stuff like that so um, hopefully i start working soon and then i would be able to support my music thing but uh, that will have to be decided later based on like what you say um situation around me but i do want to do this kind of full time in the near mm. future so i'm going to try my best to kind of stick to it and hopefully continue doing it yeah i mean you i'm sure you will definitely continue doing it no matter what the circumstance <laughs> so i mean that's that's really nice how many years of college do you have left now uh right now i'm in a final year of um, bba mm-hmm. so got another half semester to go so after this now we'll have to see what i can do with it <laughs> and and do you guys like have uh, like placements and stuff like that and Yeah yeah the college has placements but um, I might have to kind of I think I've uh, not registered for it yet so, <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to look outside <laughs> everything's remote right now with your um, college and stuff like that it's all online classes or do you go to college uh, so I think they started offline classes a few days back and uh, people are slowly getting back I guess 
because i think reva university is one of the only universities to have like to start colleges and follow all the regulations and blah 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 um so <laughs> <laughs> so i mean we'll have to get back to college soon i guess maybe by january february i think we'll start uh, offline i mean who knows what's going to happen <laughs> Yeah but I mean here bro I mean you know just getting out nowadays what you see is life is pretty much come back to normal right and I know things are <laughs> exactly I know even, even if you go to see during like when there was uh, when the cases were peaking and all that people <laughs> were going out like normal no mask nothing nobody even cares <laughs> I I heard I heard a friend of mine who who works with me he was telling me that he had gone to Phoenix in Whitefield Uh, he had gone to Phoenix Mall and <laughs> he was telling me that he couldn't get a place to park. Can you imagine? And this is like three oh months back, God. man, when the cases were like, God, you know, at the peak. Right? So, God. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, everybody's doing it. Everybody's acting like it's normal. Yeah, but the other thing is, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you know, in terms of mental health and all of that, people have really True. had a tough time, especially people who... work i think uh, the the yeah. pressure that's there and you know you're kind of mm-hmm. the entire day you're sitting in front of your laptop and people yeah. expect you to be working throughout because you're at home you have to manage things at home so yeah man it's crazy and people obviously want a way to ki- kind of you know relax and get out of it and yeah one thing that's definitely happened is people listening to more music so which is yeah. obviously a so good thing that's a thing. plus that's yeah. a plus for, for you guys but like you know another thing that i even spoke to uh arcado was about uh, the split between how how it works for like a producer and the guy who you know makes the track right i mean in terms of singing the track or you know composing the track so we were talking about uh how do you split like is it like 70 30 is it like is it like a one time payment and i just wanted to know your view on you know how how that should be or you know what is the ideal thing that you would want when when you do something like this Okay so in terms of split I I really feel like it should be a 50-50 cuz I think there's equal amount of work um from the producer side if not more work from the producer side because um nowadays if you live and listen to the mainstream music it's the beat that gets people going yep. and and the vocal aspect comes later like from my point um but um i think uh, what what is being done now is i think 40 60 is the right way of doing things i guess that's what is uh, fair you can say mm-hmm. so yeah i go by 40 60 i think it should be 40 60 um if not 50 50 i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but you don't you don't look at it in terms of like getting a one time payment and that's it because you never know how the track performs if it performs like crazy <laughs> like yeah, yeah. let's let's take the example of neeraj madhav okay just for the sake of it like when you get a track that's you know making like as in 32 million views you know just on youtube uh, mm. and when you look at the breakdown of a track like that you kind of imagine you know the amount of work that goes into it, the sleepless nights and you know it's it's back breaking work man i mean people yeah. should realize you know how much uh you know effort goes into it and the whole reason for me you know also to talk to people like you to arcade and other producers maybe you know uh, kalasha and you know all these guys right it i think it's really important for people to know you guys because 
a big factor like you said you know it's 50 50 or even more you know that goes into making a track sound as amazing as it as it is yeah, right so exactly. i mean you guys deserve a lot of credit man and uh, thank you so much for you know doing what you do because now we have a whole new genre in uh, you know malayalam hip hop that's there and and it's yeah. just amazing to listen to all the new artists that's coming out as well yeah yeah, yeah the new artists i think every day there's at least 10 new artists popping out new rappers so uh, new singers so overall pretty good pretty good growth in the scene people at least getting to know about it starting to realize what uh, hip hop is and uh, um, pretty good pretty happy, happy for it yeah you know something weird that's happened with me after i started the show is uh, i have a lot of people you know sending me tracks and asking me for my opinion but uh, yeah i mean it's it's nice it's nice to you know uh know that you know people care about your opinion obviously but i mean i'm yeah. obviously not an expert like you guys but it's it's nice to you know listen to different <laughs> uh you know people like recently there was uh you know this guy called aj or someone uh, from palikodam records okay so they're also mm-hmm. kind of new in the scene and uh they do a lot of uh you know they spit fire man i mean i've, I've listened to them and uh, i might have heard you might have yeah, heard that recently heard. because yeah. you had a lot of people sharing Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know that, that guy's track and it's really nice to see you know people from you know small you know towns and villages throughout kerala coming together and you know that culture and it's nice to see that most of you i know the distracting and all that exists but most of all of you you know are like you know it's like that one love thing where you know everyone's together supporting each other you have one yeah. artist supporting another artist tracks and it's 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 really nice to see that yeah yeah I mean yeah it's pretty pretty good pretty nice actually to see all this and I I did see that rap actually I had a couple of people send it to me as well. so so like the new artists who come up nowadays are actually not bad at all like they are really good they're pretty ahead of their time actually if you can see because they there are these uh, 15 16 year old rappers nowadays mm. who are doing like crazy they, are, they they write lyrics equal to people who really like wicked kavi and stuff like that so um can just imagine where they'll be in another 4 5 years <laughs> and with the way the scene's growing it's definitely you know going yeah. to go mainstream because now you have people recognizing uh malayalam hip hop and even in in movies you have you know people having tracks coming yeah. in and, which is good i mean the whole thing about this you know the only thing the difficult part is when you start something new uh it, it takes you know there are those few guys who have to you know take the brunt of it they they still have to work a full time job to you know support what they do in terms of music like to take the example of you know nomadic voice right he's he's a nurse and he works full time and still you know tries to put out tracks every mm-hmm. other week or every yeah. two weeks which is i mean the commitment is this is tough yeah really it's tough, tough man because like being a guy who works full time i can definitely tell you that it eats up a lot of your mental space that you have in your head right it's true actually and, and i mean uh, you need to really create space to kind of work work for music work towards music and create songs and all that which is pretty tough when you're working and when you need time for yourself i think right after you finish working yeah. and then you so yeah that's also a challenge right now but still people are doing it <laughs> people are doing it which is you know and that too with not a lot of financial reward coming in which means exactly, that you know yeah, it's yeah. entirely up to passion and just you know being able to release yeah. their music and have people relate to you know what what yeah, they have I mean, to say yeah i mean if you are a newcomer and then if you're going to look at only the rewards or if you're just going to look at the rewards there's no use of starting it because um, 
if you're going to only do it for that like unless you're going to be viral and all that stuff there's uh, there's no point in looking at the rewards and then doing music so that that becomes basically work 9 to 5 work right so yeah so passion is what drives everybody hopefully drives everybody right now mm. um at least people who i know that's what it is so we do it for um, the love of music and uh, the love of rap and all that stuff so yeah when you started releasing tracks on youtube or on soundcloud how many listens would you get initially in the first few months or in the first few years of you know doing this <laughs> um i think the max i maybe hit was like 100 streams or something like that on the <laughs> but like usually it was 15 20 for like one or two three years and even the following it was like <laughs> i think for for a year or two i had like 200 followers i think <laughs> so i mean yeah so since the growth and all that stuff it's going pretty decent like the viewership has increased as i said which is a good thing do you do you also think that uh, like uh, you know the the quantity really matters uh, so that you improve like uh, i don't know who told me this i think it was kv was telling me that only a very small portion of what he does comes out a lot of it is you know hundreds of tracks or let's say you know 100 maybe an exaggeration but a lot of the tracks are just you know on the side it's just there you never know if you'll ever release it or not so do you also yeah. believe that you know it's quantity over and over again doing it that you know gets you to this level of expertise yeah so every time you make a beat or you make a song it's never really the greatest output you have so even if we talk about projects i have a, i have over 700 projects in my pc what yeah Shit. so 700 uh, unique projects which never really came out so it's always about like in a day if you make 10 beats maybe one of them might sound good and that may end up coming out so it's about going through the first nine beats to reach the 10th beat kind of you try and improve this that and all because every beat you make wouldn't be like how, how it comes out and how mm-hmm. it sounds like that. so yeah so even if you talk about artists and uh, producers and stuff like that we have several a lot of tracks which are kind of um, still what you say stacked up which uh, which we wouldn't put out i don't know i don't know whether we would or would not put out so sometimes tracks like this get gets pulled out from the shelf and then we try, we try and work on it and if it doesn't work out we just put it back and stuff like that so yeah uh, that that is a fact yeah people have a lot of tracks stacked up and only a few tracks just go out whatever hand picked tracks just get out yeah and when uh, you know being being a person who understands music really well do you when you when you listen to the vocals of a track do you really uh, feel like okay there's a very good chance that this is something that could you know become a hit in terms of you know i'm not saying in terms of maybe views but it's it's a banger like you you, you recognize that before you you know start your whole process um yeah so most of the time it starts from the beat itself like i wouldn't send a beat if i don't feel it's good enough like for uh, for example taking glen i work with him the most so yeah. i could give that example so uh if i make five beats a day maybe four are not even i don't feel like it would really suit his vibe and i don't i, I wouldn't feel like it so if there were if there was one beat that i make and i feel like okay this is the right one to give him that's when i send it to him and then i feel like okay it could be his vibe mm. so i mean most of the time he agrees to do it and then he likes it and uh, that's how we kind of uh, start working on a pretty regular basis i mean we i remember when we used to work on two three tracks a day 
uh, when he had his uh, holidays and stuff mm-hmm. like that so, yeah and and you know the, the it's still mind boggling to be the fact that you know you guys have never really met and you know because it when 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 i listen to the intro of that scott up and vibes in the you know album it seemed like you know you guys are guys who have known each other for ages from childhood and you guys have just been you know that's it's amazing and basically this you know with covid everything has become remote but you guys have been you know working like this from the start so <laughs> yeah exactly i mean since the start uh, the only people i've met is um, arkedo double j and azuran from street academics mm-hmm. so these are the only guys i've really met in real life other than that um, all whatever work we've been doing is through whatsapp um, um instagram all this stuff just communicating back and forth through zoom calls having um, what do you say what do you call that screen sharing and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that's how we usually work on a regular so since the beginning <laughs> so yeah so you you guys already adapted to it way before it even happened so which is <laughs> yeah which is crazy so just for the benefit of people who are you know getting into you know music production uh, i just wanted to understand from you what what is your like daily process do you like spend a lot of time i know it's passion and you love it so you just do it you know it's like you know going out to play cricket for you probably you know listening mm-hmm. i mean doing this right but w- what is the amount of uh, you know work that goes in on a regular basis like what is your daily schedule let's say you know after college how does it look like when it comes to music so right now i don't really try to follow any schedule like that it's always based on my mood if i want to if i feel like making a beat or if i get an idea from something or something that i really just hop on to the or uh, just turn on the pc start making music and uh, i mean that's about the process there's nothing nothing like a timetable that i have to like for example 4 to 6 i need to make beats mm-hmm. or stuff like i mean it's not reached that level yet uh, but i mean right now it's just a very free flowing kind of uh, process that i have for making beats and stuff like that. nothing really strategic with it mm. So it's still very much a hobby than you know looking at it from yeah. a yeah, business yeah. standpoint the, yeah 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 that's it so i all i have is i mean if you're talking about list i just create list for myself that i have to complete like like deadlines and when i have to finish it but i i don't take it as like okay it's work and i need to do it like that mm-hmm. just take it okay i need to complete this by this date it's like a project so i just do it off and i try and complete whatever pending stuff i have that's about it nothing much yeah because it's it's different when you are you know doing it for your own self and you know just you know that's that's one side of it but when you work with other artists you obviously have deadlines and all of that that comes yeah. in so i mean you like you said you know you obviously have to uh, go by that and make sure that you complete you know these tracks in a stipulated yeah. time and stuff like that so do you like work on multiple tracks on the same day or it's like if you are into one track you are into one track till it's done i mean most of the time i work on multiple tracks a day but there are few days uh, for example the neeraj madhav track fly mm-hmm. like those th- that was one track i had to constantly just work on without really turning my head anyway no lunch no dinner nothing just <laughs> okay. constantly <laughs> constantly working on the track um, so that was one of them but usually i work on couple tracks a day mm-hmm. so that's how the usual process uh, goes on yeah okay so i mean it's amazing to know that you have a lot of you know newer tracks coming out and you know we definitely you know people who love you know being fans of you know this uh, genre of music we we really looking forward to listening to more of your music and thank you so much bro for coming on the show and uh, you know thanks so much spending bro, your time here me. i know you are extremely busy but i mean thanks a lot man for doing this 
<laughs> Thanks a lot, bro, for having me on the show. I was kind of excited to come on. Yeah. Awesome, bro. I mean, I'm sure you know when your new album's coming out. I was telling you know Glenn and KV also about this that you know we should have like all of us sit together and you know do something, which would be really amazing. Yeah, that'd be interesting. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> do that. Cool, bro. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. Have a nice one. Peace.